Lord, this morning, we've gathered together in one place, God. We ask you to put us in one accord. No distractions, God. Don't limit us by our human limitations, God. But let your spirit reign in this place, God. Let your spirit fall like rain on this church this morning, God. Let our sound this morning bring you joy, bring you glory. You are the one who saved us. Without you, we are nothing. You are the one who created the heavens and the earth. You're the one who formed us out of the dust of the earth and breathed life into us, God. It's because of you that we're here today. And Lord, we're in need of a mighty touch from God. So sick and tired of the way church is. So sick and tired of the way church used to be. God, we need a fresh outpouring of your Holy Spirit in our churches, in our lives. God, we need your presence to reign in these last days. You have created us. And Lord, when you died for us, and you hung up on the cross, and you resurrected from the grave, and when you came back and you appeared, you said that you would send a comforter, that you would send your Holy Spirit. God, we pray for a fresh outpouring of that Holy Spirit. Comfort us in a way we've never been comforted before, God. That church won't be just Sunday morning and Wednesday night. But it'll be in every minute of every day, lifestyle, filled with your spirit, God. That people might see us at work and in the stores and know that there's something different about us. That they hear the sound of our voice and they know that there's something different about us. Let everything that we do, Lord, every word that we speak bring you joy. We love you, Lord. And we lift our voice to worship and honor you, God. Thank you again for the opportunity and for the people who have gathered here today, God. May you bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. If you have your Bibles, take them and turn to Isaiah chapter 45. If you don't have your word with you, I have it up here on the screen for you this morning. Isaiah chapter 45. Verse 7 and 8. It says, I formed the light. This is God speaking. He says, I formed the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Drop down, you heavens, from above and let your skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open. And let them bring forth salvation. And let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. God is the creator. Make no mistake about it. God created the heavens and the earth. We are but a creation formed by God. A creator who formed us out of the dust of the earth and he breathed life into us. But because of Adam's sin in the garden, we are all sinners this morning. We are in need of a savior. God commanded the heavens to drop down and the skies to pour out righteousness. And he commanded the earth to open up and receive that righteousness that is being poured out from the throne of God. And that it would bring forth salvation 
to this world. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verses 1 through 4 declares this. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak and hear. O earth, the words of my mouth. Aren't you glad that a God does not only speak to us, but that he hears us also? The words of my mouth, my doctrine shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as showers upon the grass. Because I will publish the name of the Lord. Ascribe ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity. Just and right is he. Look up here at the screen. The, the bottom part. Just say that with me. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. He is a God of truth. And without iniquity. Just and right is he. We serve a king this morning who never sinned. A God who was perfect. He came down here. He got wrapped in fleshly body. And he never once sinned. He endured the same things that we have to endure every single day. He endured hunger and he endured uh, temptation. But he never once faltered. He stayed focused. And he was led by the Holy Spirit. In verse 2 you'll find... The part that says, my doctrine shall drop down as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew. In these last days, God is going to straighten out some things. I believe he's already began to do such. God is about to pour out his doctrine like rain upon the church. Washing away all this humanistic gospel that we have going on in the churches today. God is about to restore his church back to its original intent. God is about to pour out his spirit upon the church so it can get back to the original message that Jesus says. God wants to strengthen the believer in preparation of things to come that they might win lost souls. His word or his speech is going to be preached with purity. You know distilled water is the purest water that you can find. That's what it's talking about. His word will be preached with purity once again. And it will linger on the hearts of his children as the morning dew does on the grass. He gave us his doctrine in the Bible. But the modern church keeps trying to add their own spin on it. They read the verses and they make it conform to their lifestyle. God is about to pour out a rain that will not only wash away those type of people. But he's also about to pour out a rain that will bless the true worshipers, the true preachers, the true followers of God. And they are about to be catapulted to the front of the line. No more will we be in the back trying to get our voice out there. God is about to catapult the true believers to the front of the line. Also in verse 2, you'll find it says, As the small rain upon the tender herb and showers upon the grass... Let me tell you this morning that no matter if you're a brand new Christian or if you're a mature Christian, God has rain to pour out on your life. Tender herb in this scripture represents the newer Christians. The grass represents the mature Christians. Gentle rain will fall upon the new believers and showers upon the mature Christians. God will pour out his spirit on all flesh in these last days. Your Bible says so in Acts chapter 2. Verse 17 and 18, it says, 
And it shall come to pass in the last days. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handmaids, I will pour out in those last days of my spirit. And they shall prophesy. That's what we need in the churches in America. We need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our churches. The church needs to be refocused. The church needs to be washed with the rain. A rain like never before. When the Holy Spirit fell on the day of Pentecost, it fell on everyone that was in the place. The newer Christians, the mature Christians, the preacher in the pulpit, and the person on the very last pew. The rain of His Spirit will fall upon each and every one of the believers. Old, young, rich, and poor, black and white, new Christian or mature Christian, God will pour out his spirit upon you. In Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, we find the day of Pentecost. It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. The day of Pentecost brought forth a brand new move of the Holy Spirit upon the believers like never before. Never before had the Spirit fallen like it did on the day of Pentecost. It was a new dimension, a new move, a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit. What caused this new outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost? There were two things that preempted this move of the Holy Spirit. You'll find that they were all in one accord. Unity must take place in the churches before the Holy Spirit will reign out upon us. The church needs to get back to unity. We are divided in the church by race and by age and by denominations. But God is saying to the church today, get focused. People are dying and going to hell while we sit around and argue whether we should speak in tongues or not. Whether we should have drums in the church or not. There are people dying and going to hell while we sit around and argue with each other. While we fight over denominations. But this morning, God, I pray that you would rain down your presence upon the church. And wash away all of that division that hinders us. That so easily besets us. The second thing. That you find in the scriptures that caused this move of the Holy Spirit like never before was the cross. The move of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost was something that the church had never experienced before. The Holy Spirit had moved on the people before, but not in such a mighty way. The cross is what made this possible. The resurrection of Christ from the grave fulfilled all the prophecies in the Old Testament. And that is why the release of the Holy Spirit power fell upon the people. The church today needs to get back not only to preaching unity, but to preaching the cross once again. God, rain down your presence on the church and give us the boldness and conviction that it takes to preach the cross in our churches once again. God, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us. I don't know about you this morning, but that's my cry. Because as I speak about the last days, there's a lot of stuff that's about to take place before your eyes. And I'm going to ask you next week, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about when the Holy Spirit is poured out upon you? 
In the book of Acts, you'll find that Peter was the one who stood up on the day of Pentecost and explained what was going on because they thought they were drunk with wine. But God, I mean, Peter stood up and with God's anointing upon him, he explained what was happening. We're going to have to prepare ourselves like never before. This morning, my cry is, God, pour out your spirit upon us like never before. Flood us with your spirit until we are never the same. Pour out your spirit on us until apathy and complacency and separation is no longer in our churches. Pour out your spirit on us until the power of addiction and perversion are broken in your house once again. The house of God used to be a place where people would come to lay their sin at the altar, to lay their burden at the altar. We need that to happen once again. The church needs rain. We need an outpouring of your Holy Spirit on our churches once again. Rain on the churches. Rain on our youth groups. Rain on our choirs, our deacons, and our elders. Rain on our evangelists, our teachers, and our preachers. God, rain on us. Rain on us until signs and wonders are normal in your churches once again. Rain down, God. Rain down. We cry, we beg, we long for your Holy Spirit to rain down once again on us, God. We need the rain. We are desperate for rain. A rain that will come and change things. A, thing, a rain and a flood that will come and make all things new. When Noah had walked out on the ark after the rain came and after the flood came, all things were made new. Everything that opposed God was destroyed in that flood. The rain made all things new. That is what the type of rain that we need in our churches. Because let me be honest with you. What we have in the church is not working. And what we're doing in the church is not changing anything. We come in here and we leave here with the same way, with the same burdens, with the same cares that we came in here with. We, we take our work to church. We think about it while we're here. We leave here and we never get anything. We need the type of rain in our churches that causes change because we have nothing that is working. We have nothing that is changing anything. God, we need your rain. Hear our cry, O oh Lord, and rain upon us. Let me be honest with you this morning. The reason that the rain has not fallen on the church yet in these last days is because we're not praying. Sure, we gather together on Sunday morning. And we pray as a corporate body. But when we're at our houses, when we're at our jobs, do we take out time and pray? Are we really in love with Jesus? Are we really in love with his call upon our lives? Because prayer is the requisite, prerequisite of everything. Prayer precedes a move of God. This morning, I want to ask you a question. Every message leads to a question because we want you guys to go out and be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. I want to ask you this morning, do you want that rain of the Holy Spirit upon your lives? Do you want it to fall afresh again? Do you want to come to church and be changed every time the word of God is opened? Do you want a mighty move of God across America? Do you want a mighty move of God in this church, in this city, in this state? Do you want a mighty move of God across the nations and across the world? If you want it this morning, God said he would give it to you. But you must open your mouth and ask for it. Prayer 
precedes the move of God. A new move of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in our churches is about to take place. But the beginning of it all must be prayer. This morning, stand to your feet with me. If you're hungry for God this morning and you're hungry for a new move of his Holy Spirit, make your way to the front this morning and let's cry out to God and say, God, we need your reign. God, we need your Holy Spirit to control our church services once again. Tired of the programs, God. Tired of complacency. Tired of sicknesses controlling our church members. Break all of that with your Holy Spirit, God. Move in a mighty, mighty way from this day forward, God. Let it rain, God. Let it rain, Lord, until we're never the same, God. Rain upon our churches that when sick people come in, they come in here sick, but they leave here healed. Rain upon the lost people in this world and on our churches so when they come into the church, they come in a lost person, but they live, they leave here with Jesus living inside of their heart. Change lives in our churches once again, God. Rain upon us, God. It's our cry. Let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven, God. Open the Pour out your spirit like never before. Help us to be in unity, God. Break down walls of division. Help us to get back to the cross once again, God. Hope in the floodgates of heaven, Lord Jesus. Lord, we need your rain. Let it rain, Lord. Lord, what we have is not working. Spirit on all flesh. What we're doing is not changing anything. Rain down upon us, God. Hear the sound of your people this morning and pour it out upon them. Let it rain. Lift your hands this morning. Say, God, I surrender all to you. I ask for your Holy Spirit to fall upon me afresh. From this moment forward, until we're never the same, change me. I'm tired of the way that I'm living. I'm tired of coming to church and going home the same. Let it rain, Jesus. Let it rain, Jesus. Let it rain. A new burden for lost people. Hope in the floodgates. Worship Him. Sing unto God. Pray unto God. Lord. Let it rain, oh Lord. We need the rain. Open the floodgates. Let it rain. Let it flood. Open the floodgates. Remove everything 
your people. Give them the power and the boldness that it takes, God. Fill them with your Holy Spirit once again, God. Bless their lives, God. Make them a light to this earth. In our churches, in our youth groups, in our worship teams, in our choirs, on our deacons, on our ushers, on our pastors. Jesus, let it rain, Lord, let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven, oh Lord, let it rain. Until our sons and our daughters prophesy, let it rain. Until young men see visions and old men dream dreams, let it rain. Oh, Jesus, let it rain. Church need rain.